up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. A trend for the year is experiential dining. Yeah. Experiential dining, which is uh, dining in places that are more than just the food you get, but it's about the experience, for lack of a better word. Right. Everything that's going on around the meal. Um, things like dinner theaters. Which um, I love. I love those. I've never been to a dinner theater before. Yeah, there used to be one in Mississauga that was a lot of fun. And it, it looked great. Is that right? You remember some, uh, producer Simone? Yeah, I can't remember the name right yeah. now. But, but it was right. always fun because yeah. somebody that you knew from some TV show yeah. was starring in some kind of thing, and the food was always great. And then you sat there and ate while they were performing. Oh, this reminds me of like medieval times or something like that. Well, That's, uh, <laughs> I mean, a little different. different but, I hear. Know, it, I hear. It's a you. tablecloth involved and utensils. Got you. Okay. Got you. Yeah. But I'm sure that place is going to see an uptick in uh, people yeah. coming in to experience right. it. Um, two hundred sixty-three percent increase in searches for underwater restaurants. Now, there's a beautiful picture of one in the Maldives. Is it Maldives? I think it's Maldives, yeah. yeah. I I would love to go. Man, that that looks awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, They just make it, they need to make sure they build it correctly. Because you you saw what happened at the restaurant, I think it was in Germany, that hotel. Oh, do you know what it was? It was the, um, you know, when you walk into the uh, uh, hotel. The, the, the hotel lobby? The yeah. hotel lobby. Yeah, that big uh, aquarium, aquarium burst. Burst, oh, jeez. Yeah, that was yeah, pretty that was messed terrible. up. Um, they also say that tableside service is going to, you know when you go to a restaurant and they light the whole plate on fire and they're like, woo! That's pretty cool. They're going to be doing more of those things. It's a little bit of a show, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's all of the things that go along with your meal that are just outside of just the food. Here's the cool thing that I experienced uh, when I was in Pittsburgh uh, last fall is uh, I was at the William Penn Hotel and there was like a little teeny tiny sign with a finger pointing. It said, speakeasy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I went, all right, I'm going to go downstairs. <laughs> so Jim and I go downstairs and the guy looks at me and I look at him and he goes, what's the word? <laughs> I said, Toronto. <laughs> we said, come on in. <laughs> and so we're there, and everybody, different ages there, you know, all, of course, drinking age, but just like, and the and the, and the menu was so cool, named after some speakeasy kind of terms. Mm-hmm. It was really fun. Yeah. And there's one that's in um, Washington, D.C. It's called Chicken and Whiskey. Mm-hmm. And, and they said there's a metal freezer door at the back of the restaurant, and if you give it a pull, you'll find yourself in a casual bar equipped with dozens and dozens of whiskeys to sip on it's pretty cool that is very cool yeah yeah so if you have like i think with speakeasies you have to share with other people where the speakeasies are yeah well it's kind of like a like if you know you know type of deal right yeah 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 yeah. so that's cool there's another one called the red phone booth in nashville tennessee Uh uh-huh and i i don't know you you dial a secret number in this uh this london kind of phone booth and what happens the batmobile comes out (laughs) no and then it releases a hidden entrance i think that is very cool so Anyway, experiential dining. Why not? Tell us about the uh, best experiential dining uh, you ever went to. You can text 104536. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Guess who's back in the gym? You are. Yes. Good for you. How's it feel? It feels incredible, actually. That's good. And I go, like, far extreme on either side. Either I want nothing to do with the gym and i'm like i'm not going to the gym i'm not doing anything physical i'm just laying in this bed or i'm like gym 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 that's where i am right now yeah when you when you connect to um and it's hard to get back on it again but when you connect to how you sleep better and how you feel 
then that that connection it takes a couple of turns and then and then you go I got to go to the gym today. Yeah, yeah. you know what? Yeah. I didn't even think about that yet. I am sleeping a little bit better now yeah. too. Yeah. So um for anybody who's thinking about going back to the gym, I would say do it, you know. You know, New Year's resolution or not, it's always a good idea, but it does help you sleep a little bit better. But one of the reasons why a lot of people stay out of the gym yes. is because of this new word that we're all saying. Uh, if you haven't heard it yet, I'll tell it to you. Gym timidation. Gym timidation. Um, it's a feeling of anxiety and worry about going to the gym and what people will think of you for one of many reasons. Uh, maybe you sweat a lot. Maybe you feel like you're too out of shape to be in the gym. Maybe you feel like you don't know how to use the machines. Right. All of the things that intimidate you about going to work out is encompassed in this word gym intimidation. Like fear and anxiety. It's like yeah. the first day of school and you're in a brand new school and you don't know if you're going to make any friends and you don't know if you're dressed the right way and you don't know and you know that there's going to be super fit people there. But you don't have to worry about that. You should not worry no. about that. I mean, if you can help it. I mean, the gym is for everyone. Everyone. Everyone from the most fit to the least fit. Mm -hmm. Everyone is supposed to be in there to at least, you know, do something to improve their yeah. self, either mentally or physically. Yeah, sure. that's the other part, too, right? Yeah. Sleeping better mentally, that's a big connection. When you make that connection, you will love it. So here's the thing. When you when you go and you know, get, wear something that you're really comfortable in, don't don't worry about like I always do a big big oversized T-shirt. I've had the same pants. I don't know ten running runner shoes running shoes. But the, here's the thing, I try to get somebody who knows how to use the equipment. Like and I don't I don't look at the whole gym. I'm gonna do the whole thing at the, at first. What's the proper way to use the tre uh, treadmill? What will get you the best bang for your buck on the treadmill? Like yeah. walking on it and just being like, you know, should how how much should I elevate it? All that stuff. Day by day, three times a week. Uh -huh. Take your time. Have somebody at the beginning teach you how to do things 100%, correctly. 100%. Otherwise, you won't hurt yourself. Uh -huh. You won't not want to come back. You'll be encouraged. And the other thing is anything is better than nothing. Because right. the average person, like, we just think about what we do in our jobs. Mm -hmm. Little to no physical activity. Right. Nothing. I mean, the, the heaviest thing I lift in this room is this pen. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, really. So if you get in the gym, and even if you're not the strongest person there, just lifting a 10-pound weight yeah. is something more than you're probably doing all day. That's really the best you know, thing about it. You're doing more than you would have done. We're trying to encourage you to get to the gym. So here's the thing. We're doing it. You can do it. We, we sit on our for a couple of hours <laughs> and we we get up really early in the morning and we do it so try to do it three times a, a week or just go for a walk mm -hmm. do something something do something do something turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast it'll get you feeling good from 104.5 you tell a lot about a person by the cereal they eat what? <laughs> Did somebody come up with that like, uh, I, therapizing cereal? There's definitely some psychology here. Okay. Why don't you text your, your favorite cereal to 104536 yeah. and we'll tell you about yourself. All right? Let's start with it's Silly Rabbit. Tricks are for kids. Silly Rabbit. Tricks are for kids. Yeah. What does that say about a person? Uh, if you uh, like tricks, that means you are a chaotic person and you have no idea... Uh, what you want in a relationship. You're pretty, you're hard to handle, you're unpredictable, but you're also uh, a really exciting time. <laughs> <laughs> Which the chaotic people really are. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and this is according to a dating expert. 
um, named Jeff Gunther. He specializes in marriage and family therapy, and he is now viral for his thoughts on cereal and what it means about a person in a relationship. What's the next cereal we like to go to? Okay, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, is that one of our favorites in here? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, okay, okay if, right. if you like cinnamon, of course, Cinnamon Toast Crunch smells so good. Mm. When you open a box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, it the, nothing smells better. Um, but if you do eat it and ate it as a kid, it means that you have refined taste. Oh. And uh, based on who you're attracted to, it also shows that you love the finest people and the finest things in life. Well, because you like cinnamon toast crunch. Yes, creme de la creme of cereals. Okay, that's kind of uh, high-end cereal. Yeah, you're pretty showy yeah. as a person, yeah. but you can pull it off. Because, Make, uh, yeah, because you like our uh, upper echelon. 100%. So when you are shopping at Loblaws today or Metro or wherever you shop, Make sure you put that box right in the front so people can see who you are. Even better, if you're yeah. walking past that really hot person in the cereal aisle, you reach for that Cinnamon Toast Crunch, you're going to seal the deal. There you go. All right. That's uh, Rice Krispies, Snap, Crackle, Pop. Oh, Snap, yeah. Crackle, and Pop, Rice Krispies cereal. means you like threesomes. No, it doesn't mean that. <laughs> it means that you like to keep the relationship moving. It like it, you're not stuck in a long-term relationship. Well, snap, crackle, yeah, pop. Let's you're, go. You're keeping them. Yeah, that snap, crackle, pop sound was fascinating when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You put your ear next to the, the cereal bowl and you actually hear it crackling and popping. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, and it um, came with sound effects. What not other cereals could do that? Um, not Captain Crunch. Yeah, that cereal. If you're a Captain Crunch person, means you're a hard worker. Captain Crunch, crunch time. There's nothing like the real Captain Crunch. Captain Crunch, and it's Captain. Captain Crunch, Cap- right? Captain, Cap- not Captain. Captain Crunch. You're right. Thank you for the uh, the distinction. Yeah, um, Captain Crunch people are dedicated to getting through the rough times yeah. in life and in a relationship. Crunch time. Yep. Even though it might take a, a while for the partner to earn their their the love and, the, and uh, love, yeah. Yeah. the reward is momentous because the captain never leaves the ship. Right. <laughs> right. That's right. Uh, there it is. Okay. Uh, Can we hit all the... No. Uh, a couple of people say they love Honey Nut Cheerios. Oh, so, because we like that little bee. He's so cute. Um, He's busy. Busy as a bee. Honey Nut Cheerios people are emotionally mature <laughs> and grounded. Um, not really a ton of fun, yeah. but they're uh, really secure people. They have a secure attachment style. Makes them relaxing to be around. Honey all Nut right. Cheerio people. Right. That Cheerio. Uh, last but not least... Lucky Charms. They're magically delicious. Well, they were pretty to look at in the bowl. They're very pretty. So what do they say? Um, Lucky Charms people, which I am one of, are all about the honeymoon phase in relationships. <laughs> <laughs> Only dealing that, with the honeymoon. I don't think that's true, but that's what okay. they say. All right. All about the honeymoon phase. Uh, they focus on all the green flags in the relationships as a lover. None of the red flags. They're really, really into just the greatest things. Wow. In the relationship. Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 1045. Hey, text the answer to this question to 104536. Let's see what your answers are compared to the list here. These are the most uh, the most common things left behind in hotel rooms. What was the last thing you left at a hotel room? Uh my tiki flip-flops. No, not the tiki flip. Yes, Jamar. Stop it. They are not cheap. I loved those. And they love. Well, anyway, I left them there. But I called the uh, I, I, three like days later. I called the hotel and I said, "Listen, I I know this is a weird thing, and I really want them back. Can you do me a favor and look for them?" They said, "Actually, we have them." 
So I left them. I guess they kind of went uh, under the the um, uh, Chester drawers or something. Yeah. Because I had kicked them off. So they found them. So don't ever think that people won't go look for something. I love that the hotels now make the beds that don't have an under. You know what I mean? It's such. It's very, very helpful. It is very because helpful. I'm one of those people that kick things under the bed yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, last thing I left at a hotel was my Nexus card. Oh, never got it back. Jeez. But it's it surprisingly, um, I yeah. got the duplicate back very, very quickly. So these are the most eleven common things left behind in hotel rooms. Let's see where yours lies. Okay. Um, number eleven is jewelry. Yeah. Now you might use that little um, the, the safe, safe, and yeah. you you know it's dark in there. <laughs> And so you you know fooling like feeling around for your earrings or whatever, and maybe there's special earrings is for women, obviously that you know, you wear something special for dinner and then you forget them because you don't wear them all the time. I always wonder if that safe is really safe. Like, yeah, I don't know if it's I, that safe. I wonder if like room service has like a master key or something. Rumor has it they yeah, have it. or yeah. a little trap door. Anyway, Probably. ten yeah. uh, is passports and visas, uh, uh, travel documents. I did that, so boom, I'm there. Nine, uh, medication. Yeah. Eight. Glasses. Number seven most forgotten item, credit card. Oh. Yeah, credit cards. Those. Where those. would you put that that you would have forgotten? It? By the side you, table or what? I think it's uh, by the table. A lot of people, you know, you take out your credit card to yeah. use it. Yeah. Forget to put it back in your bag of wallet. Right. Leave it on the table. Then it gets shuffled around maybe under some papers. Gone. Um, sixth most common item left behind are keys. Car keys, house keys. Yep. All types of keys. Yeah. Uh, number five is electronics, smartphone, tablets, laptops. Um, people just forget those things. Just you know, we're just carrying too many things these days. Number four is clothing, items of clothing. Yeah, it could be like even a scarf. I've done that. Or tiki flip flops. Or tiki flip flops. There it is. Yeah. Uh, number three, watch. People forget their watch pretty often. Yeah. yeah. Where do you put that? Side table, but you're not even looking for that. Once again, or yeah. maybe even that safe safe. Yeah, or yeah. That unsafe safe. Um, number two, toothbrushes. That I can deal with. It. I think at this point, <laughs> at this point, I think hotels should just put toothbrushes in your room. Like, yeah. how many times does a hotel desk get, hey, do you have any extra toothbrushes? And they're like, yeah, yeah come on down. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, right. Just give us toothbrushes. Just give, just, yeah. Number one most common left behind items number in hotel. One, number one, number one. Phone chargers. I can see that because on the side table, there's that, I don't know, radio or whatever. and But there's a multi-plug right there. Yeah, so USB just, and all the things. Yeah, and so you take the phone off and you're doing other things and you leave the room and that's where the plug is, yeah. Okay. Okay, so there you go. Phone chargers, number one thing left behind. Let us know what you left behind. Yes. You did you ever text. get it back? <laughs> Most times you don't. No. But uh, think before you leave, pat yourself down, look around the room, and uh, bring it all. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Looking ahead to uh, the next month. Turn up. Yeah. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. Yeah. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Yeah, there's football before and after the concert. Right. But it actually falls in a very interesting time of year. Valentine's weekend. February 12th. Uh, right. So the, the 14th is Valentine's Day, which is a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. The 12th is Super Bowl Sunday. Uh-huh. A lot of couples will probably want to celebrate that weekend, but uh, it's gonna, <laughs> you can have a tough time peeling someone away from the TV on, on a Sunday. On a Sunday. So uh, so the deal is, I mean, you go out on the Friday or the Saturday, um, or do you actually go out on the real day, February 14th? This is, this, is this, this is a tough one because, I mean, listen. Yeah. Call me stereotypy, but mostly women want to celebrate Valentine's Day. Mostly. 
majority, right? Am I am I saying something? Well, ridiculous? I want it. I, I want no. I, I I'm not saying I, something. Ridiculous, I just say this right? like I want it recognized, right? And not. I recognize it when I yeah. see it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but I want it to be recognized. Like I said, when I, Jim and I met, I said, just want you to know that Valentine's Day. I would like to be recognized as I will recognize you. Okay. Just don't like, I mean, I know it's been given a bad rap. I'm just letting you know that because I've had a lot of Galentines and I want a Valentine. Got you. And so that's why. I don't think anyone's going to accept Valentine's Day not being celebrated on the actual day. Like if you're celebrating Valentine's Day on the 10th and then, you know, the 14th rolls around and you see all the hoopla going around town, someone's going to come on very angry and be like, hmm, you know what I mean? Like. So it's going to have to happen on the 14th. You could definitely do something on the weekend, but if you're not celebrating it on the day, uh-huh. what are you doing? What do you mean? Like, if you're if you're my man, right. and it's Valentine's Day on Tuesday, <laughs> and it, and why not, are you not with me? Where are you on the 14th? Yeah, that Be makes qu- no sense to me at all. See where are saying? you? This is gonna, so you're going to have to navigate this, people. Quick. But we could do something on the weekend, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, not on the 12th. Oh, Let so me tell you, you know, that. Not on the 12th. Definitely no, not on like the 12th. Like, it could be a Saturday yeah. night. Uh, Yeah, I guess well, it could. Yeah. Let right. me just put it yeah, it could way. be Saturday night. Right. Yeah, it, it could be Saturday night, the 11th. The 12th is Super Bowl. I mean, that's a full three days before Valentine's Day. Well, that's it's a little. I mean, that's a little right? aggressive, you know? No? I didn't even know Valentine's weekend was a thing until you said it. I'm just saying that most times people want to celebrate a holiday or some like kind of festive thing on a weekend because like who wants to really be out I don't battling all the idiots. I know it's Valentine's I'm with day. You. I'm with you. And a lot of people say, Well go the day after because roses are half bright. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> not day see, after. Don't do don't make that mistake. No, don't, oh, we're don't done. Oh, we're on to you. Uh, but I will, I, I will say this. I personally want to be in front of the TV all day for Super Bowl. Yeah, because you're day. a football person, man. I am a football person. I can't yeah. wait to see Rihanna. I'm going to be tired on the Monday. And, you th- and it's the Bills this year for you, right? It's Yeah, I hope. I hope. I'm yeah, for the I mean, yeah. a lot of energy behind the Bills this, yeah. this season. Yeah, so, well. so that's the thing. But I, I don't want to be in a bunch of, uh, you know, have you ever gone out on Valentine's Day and looked at other people having valentine's day and not talking to each other oh they look talk miserable to, yeah talk to waiters and waitresses or service service people they'll tell you it's not a fun night right it's not a fun night anyway. definitely too much pressure around it but yeah. but what are you doing on the 14th okay. but what are you doing if you're this not this has been me? a this has been a public service <laughs> announcement from your friends at john 104 all the different experiences coming out here it's yeah. very interesting <laughs> okay okay all right so just make sure you plan ahead just now because it's going to be a very yeah. very confusing weekend for many yeah all right. For many, men and women. Just know what I want on that day. Oh, yeah, not gonna no, tell we you. know what Azalea wants right. on the day there, of, there, on the Tuesday. There are partners who are going, please don't ask me out for dinner on that day because you're just pretending. I know because I'm going out with my other person. They're like, <laughs> or you're just pretending. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, or you're just pretending. I, that is a joke. That is a maybe joke. not. Maybe not. Mm. Maybe, maybe I know. Every joke has a little bit of I know. Grain of truth. Grain of Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I mean, the memes are all over the place about uh, Harry and the things that he's revealing in his book about uh, what he's gone through in his 38 years That's of right. being a royal and then leaving the family with his wife coming to Canada, then the United States. It's a lot. It's a lot. And this book, uh, we've had expert ex- excerpts over the last couple of days because it was kind of leaked to uh, Spain. And we thought, oh, we, I think we got enough information. It is flying. Spare is flying off the shelves. 
People want more. They want more. And there's a lot. Yeah, well, he was all actually on Colbert yeah. uh, and talking about what we can expect from the book. Do you think that right now there is an active uh, campaign by uh, the rest of your family, by the royal house, as it were, to undermine this book and, and you yeah, as you support it? Of course, and, and mainly by the British press, because they but are... But aided and abetted by yeah, the palace. again, of course, but there's, there's... This is the other side of the story, right? After 38 years. They've told their side of the story, this is the other side of the story, and there's a lot in here that, you know, perhaps makes people feel uncomfortable and scared. I mean, it's a very unique position to be in because, I mean, not every, I mean, like, every family has drama and, and craziness, and not every family has a whole press putting out a story about what's going on with you, and then you have to sit there and watch it happen and then go, okay, do I actually just let them say this, or do I write a book that everyone will buy so I can say my side of the story? Yeah. Most of us just have to sit here and deal with it, right? Or talk to the sibling that's causing the Or problem. talk to the sibling right? that's causing the like issue. You just told mom that I did that, and I didn't say that to you, and you went and did that and told mom. That was my my, my whole narrative yeah, years ago. Right. And I thought, okay, first of all, I can't tell that sister, and I have to talk directly to my mom. And by the way, don't tell her too much. <laughs> Exactly. So, but, but that's how stuff happens, right? Yeah, like a texter who just uh, texted us their dirty laundry and yeah. they say text. Uh, I know that my mother has wanted to divorce my father, even though she hasn't, the entire time. Wow. <laughs> she hasn't wanted to be with him yeah. the entire relationship. Dirty laundry. Mm. Uh, or another texter that says, my brother and my father hang out at strip clubs together. My mom doesn't know. Wow, dirty that's like, dirty laundry. It's pretty weird, actually. Yeah, it's very weird. I, w- I don't know if I want to go with my you dad know, to one of those. But you, know, but you know when you get together with uh, family reunions and they start talking about people from your past that maybe are no longer around on the planet. Mm-hmm. And they go, did you know oh. your uncle did? And I'm like, really? Yeah. And you kind of want to, because this is the world that we're in, we want to verify it. But like. How did you hide that for so long? Because there's no way to find that out, right? Right. At the time. Like, I got stories. Well, uh, the stories are coming in. And continue. Text 104536. Listen, Harry is in a definitely uh, different situation than the rest of us. But it's very similar to all of our lives. There's dirty laundry in your family. If you had to write a memoir, what piece of dirty laundry would you include in it? Text to 104536. Turn up, Marilyn. Dennis and Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. That is, that's the problem with royalty. It's the, uh, it's the appearance of not being dirty when, you know, yeah. we're all dirty. Like, dirty laundry. <laughs> we all have it. Oh, yeah. Dirty laundry. Everybody has one. Yeah. And, you know, I think back in times when my family would reveal something. And this is when a lot of my relatives were still alive. And I thought I wanted to know more. But they were very covert about it and very quiet about it. In fact, almost, Jamar, they would make up a story (laughs) that had nothing to do with what the real situation was. And we're finding that on some of these texts. Sure. Every, listen, it is part of the human condition, whether you wear a crown or a cap. Yeah. You got dirty laundry in your your family. Um, For example, uh, a texter from Pickering texts us, here's my dirty laundry in my family. Both my parents are cheating on each other, (gasps) and they don't know that I know. Wow. Yeah, you know. Like, yeah. That's that's like every They don't know that that he or she knows and I wonder if they know that the other one's also it's very messy. Yeah. It's wow. the stuff that soap operas are made of. Uh, ooh, 
I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> please tread very carefully. Please proofread before sharing. All right. I'm not going to share any of the, uh, like, inbreeding ones here. No, no, uh, no. Um, how about this one? Okay. All my uncles are cheaters. Now my cousin is cheating with my husband, who has a family as well. That's dirty laundry. That's dirty laundry. That's happening in real time. Anybody, anybody, anybody having a second family that they think that no one knows about but that that exists? Someone knows. I'm I'm waiting for that tweet. Uh, Or that, not tweet, that text, yeah. Text your dirty laundry to 104536. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hamilton, my mom cheats on my dad on a regular basis. Regularly. Yeah, those uh, those trips out to Good Life Fitness. <laughs> it's, for more than, it's for more than a good life. So it's for, it's for, it's for I good. saw a TikTok yesterday, and it said, "Somebody please tell me that it's a guy." He said, "Somebody please tell me that eyelash extensions take five hours before I go to jail." Wow. Yeah. No, they don't. Nope, they don't. I'm yeah. sorry, they don't take five hours. Okay. Yeah, she's, she's somewhere else. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, let me see. Uh, another person says, I would have to say the paternity of my oldest child is my dirty laundry. Ooh. Calling themselves out. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's a little bit of a relief being able to share that with some people anonymously. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, there it is. Okay. There's more we know. We'll, Yo, I mean, like. We'll keep our eye on the texts. The GTA makes yeah. Harry look very, very normal. There's <laughs> 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 not much going on there. Yeah, but I like what you said. Whether a crown or a cap, we all have dirty laundry. Everybody yeah, it yeah, is yeah. the uh, human condition. Keep them coming in. Uh-huh. We'll keep uh, them anonymous. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. From 104.5. Wow. Okay, uh, we, we asked you to text us the drama. That would uh, in, be included in your memoir, much like a, a, a Harry who'd just come out with Spare. Yes. Uh, was essentially his side of the story, including all the drama within his family, which a lot is shocking. But what I'm trying to say is it's not so shocking because it's just the human condition. Everybody's got something. At least, though, when you talk to your own family about something that could be shocking, yeah. you're not taking it to the press. Right, because no one cares about your personal stuff. But, uh, you know, this is a very high-profile family. This yeah, is yeah. Uh, texter says, my great-grandmother poisoned my great-grandfather <gasps> because what? he cheated on her. What? This was in the 1800s. <laughs> I think the statute of limitations is over, so yeah. we can talk about it. Now. We can talk about it. We can all discuss it. <laughs> we can laugh about it now, right? Uh yeah. Wow. I, things like that happen all the time, and this was probably before really good investigation, investigative work was around. Right. That's right. So you could just poison your granddad and, yeah. or your husband. and You make me mad. How, how'd she here. do it? <laughs> uh, well, if you want to text us, then how she did well, it. Well, I have their number if you want to text them. Yeah, the yeah. Recipe. Uh, but that's amazing. Okay. Yeah. That's kind um, of that's that family legendary story. Come on. They got that. Like, here's another one that's yeah. just a very common thing. It just happens all the time. Someone listening will be affected by this situation. Uh, my brother told me that uh, she, she has a goddaughter, um, but it's really a daughter. Oh. And apparently this goddaughter lives in Cuba somewhere you okay. know, in another country. You know, listen, how many yeah. guys have taken trips you know, you yeah. go to Dominican Republic, you go wherever it is. Leave a little bit of the family behind. <laughs> right. <laughs> you leave a, yeah. Yeah. You, you drop that. A, right. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> a sample. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Happens all the time. Yeah. Many people walking around are products of that. Yes. Yeah. So here it is. Um, I think Harry addressed, too, 
um, the fact that a lot of people thought that his dad is not his dad. Yes. Right? He yeah. did address that. I have a friend who is convinced 100% that his father is not his father. And did he do the DNA thing? He hasn't done the DNA thing, but oh, he, he showed me a picture of the person he thinks is his father. Really? It's actually his mom's old boss. Oh. Wow. And what did you see when you saw the pictures? Spitting image. No. I was just like, really, man? He's like, yeah, man. I, I, I don't even need to ask. Already know. That's not my dad. That's my dad. Why? Was this man in his life? In is his that life, why he has Always bringing gifts. Uh, Every year a Christmas gift. A couple bucks. Hey, here's $20. You know, like that whole thing. Did, did dad... Like the title of dad, yes. ever catch on that that guy could be the real father? I like, think willful ignorance. I, I see. think he just kind of like blocked yeah. it out. It's like Khloe Kardashian kind of story. Yeah, I mean, that's Hairdress. another thing. Like, yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. She looks nothing like the other Kardashian kids. Yeah, she's pretty. Uh, yeah, 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 But yeah, yeah. she, she, they've tried to say that that's not the case, right? They're saying that yeah. it's yeah. ridiculous. I mean, it's just genes. Like yeah. maybe you're genes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, happens more some often. Some of them got the Armenian jeans, and, and maybe some of them she got, got the, Chris's the, jeans. The, the OJ jeans? Yeah. I didn't say that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, OJ said no. Okay. I don't believe any of these guys anyway. All right. Well, Dirty laundry today on Chum. Happens all the time. Happens quite often. Mm-hmm. Happening right now. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Breakups. Yeah. It's very, very popular topic. Uh, in trying to dig into your feelings and, and get some lyrics to put your, your feelings to words. you know Right, what I mean? right. It's also a moneymaker for the artist. We know that. Sure. One good breakup song can last for a lifetime. So we all decided that we would name our favorite breakup song. Can I tell you it was hard to pick one? Uh, okay. Yeah, you have a break. couple? <laughs> okay. Give us give us one. Well, I, I, I will say, because I want to defer over to uh, Azalea, this masquerade I use for everything by George Benson. It's like it's, That's a breakup song? Yes, because he's saying we're living in a masquerade. You know, are we really living the right life that we're supposed to live? You know, it, we, why are we still together? And we should really break up is what he's alluding to. That hurts. Ow! <laughs> like he's bringing it to the table. Yeah. What about your song? Okay, so I was really in between two. So the first one was Boys to Men Doing Just Fine, which I feel like is amazing. Uh-huh. Um, but the Do one I know that, that song? Doing just fine? Yeah. Google, Google it. Okay, okay. I'm pretty sure you... Well, I mean, you should. Boys okay. to men. Um, but the song that I decided to go with was this one. Mary J. Blige. Because I feel like the breakup can't get any worse than this one. The song starts with all the time that I was loving you. You were busy loving yourself. Um, and I think that it makes me feel better about whatever breakup I go through because I didn't go through all of that. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I got it. I could, yeah. you know, that's it. Like, yeah, she had it worse than I had it. She had it worse. Uh-huh. Mary so, J uh-huh. had some some terrible breakups too. So I think yeah. with this song, I think to myself, at least I didn't go that far that I would feel like this song. Okay, that's why this. Oh, is that's the ultimate how you look at it. Song. Okay, yeah. interesting. Well, like I said, I have many, many breakup songs. Not necessarily. I had like, uh, like make me pretend boyfriends in my head. Mm-hmm. But when I heard this song from 1973 for the first time, I thought, man, that got right to my soul. What I'm going to do without you. And I guess you must be. Wondering that same way, too. That's Gladys Knight and the Pips, everybody. Neither one of us wants to be the first to say goodbye. <laughs> Listen to her voice. Just just put it up a little bit. Come on. Together, living a 
That's the phrase. Here we go. That's usually how that goes. Oh. Nobody wants to be the way. You hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> no, you hang up. No, you hang up. Like, again, I guess maybe I'm into these songs where, you know, like, you know it's not working. Yeah. But one of you has to make the adjustment to to, to, to call the ball. Yeah. you're not doing it. So We're going to call it. Yeah. What and, then, and then they blame you for starting the breakup. <laughs> We're breaking up anyway. He broke up with But why are you breaking up with me? Because <laughs> it's not working. You really didn't want to be in this. No, I did want to be in this. It's just it's not working. Yeah. So why are you breaking up first? Okay, you do it. No. You know, like. Uh, exactly. Anyway. What about you? Um, you know what? This this song right here actually puts what I was just saying to words. Okay. It's a classic from Lauryn Hill on that Miseducation album. Just take a listen. We could all be so simple. But you rather make it hard. Story of my life. She's always said, it could be so simple, but you make it so hard. I'm not making it hard. You're making it hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you know. So we want to hear from you about your breakup. So that is, you know, this tells me we all very much listen to lyrics. Oh, yeah. People say, no, I don't listen to lyrics. Yes, you do. Yeah. Because this resonates with you. So what is your favorite breakup song? Text it to 104536. <laughs> oh, man, I like this song. And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll wipe our tears and get it yeah. together. Okay. <laughs> Up, Marilyn Dennison Jamar podcast. They'll get you feeling good. Shum 1045. Breakups make great songs. For example, some of the ones that you guys are texting in right now, um, someone said their favorite is Bruno Mars Grenade. Oh, yeah. No, that's oh, a good one. Uh-huh. Uh, let me see. Another person says, I can't make you love me, Bonnie Raitt. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good song. Uh, Eclipse of the Heart. Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie, uh, whatever her name is. Yeah, I can't remember. Yep. Yep. Um, Careless Whisper, George Michael. Oh, yeah. That is a haunting, haunting song. Yep. Yep, that's a good one. Uh, Mm. What do we have? uh, You got some on social media, Producer Simone? Yeah, so this one came up quite a bit, and uh, I'll let you all listen to this. First I was afraid, (laughs) I was petrified. Yeah. Get out of here. thinking I could never live without you by my side, but then I spent so I will survive Gloria Gaynor. Love that song. That is an anthem. It is an anthem. Like, who doesn't throw their head back and just sing that at the top of their lungs when this comes on? That's right. It, it's just, it, and, and, and takes you back to a time. But, you know, more than anything, it's like this is a woman who's, like, got it together and says, you, I'm changing the lock. Make you take your key. Get out of here. That's it. You're out of here. Big breakup band. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. Uh, what's the next one? So this one's a little more newer. Uh, uh, okay. Let's see if everybody remembers sure. this one. Breakup anthem. Here we go. Go T.I., right? Yeah. Now you're just somebody that I used to know. Yeah. We're a verse ahead, but yeah. Yeah. Good. Somebody that I used to know. That's a good one. That's what the uh, the X becomes. Just someone I used to know. Mm-hmm. Ready for another one? Uh, please. Let's go. You and me. Oh. Yes. We used to be that resonate together. With you? <laughs> Every day. You okay? I'm gonna be okay. Okay. <laughs> this was my pick too. Really? Yes. This this song, this song is like a really special song for Gwen. Um. Yeah, her best friend. It, it was two people, actually. Oh. She was dating, was it the bass player from yes. No Doubt? Yeah, Tony. Y- yeah, Tony. And they were actually getting to break the band up at the same time. So she oh. broke up with him, and they broke up with the band. So this was that the culmination of all those breakups. Oh, double whammy. 
Don't yeah. tell me because it hurts. Ah. Uh, wow. <laughs> Huge hit too. This I did was, not know that story behind that. This was yeah. the biggest song on this album, Tragic yes. King. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Wow. Wow. Okay. These are good, all good songs. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are more. All by myself. All by, by myself. Don't worry. Do you want one more? Yeah. One more? Sure. Okay. This is more recent, too. Okay. You are everything, everything that I wanted. We were meant to be Avril Lavigne, of course. Yes, yes, yes. So much for my happy ending. (laughs) 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 What a great line. (laughs) No, but they're good. I mean, more than anything that you could, like, attach probably a past person with these songs mm-hmm. and just how you felt at the time, which I love about music. But it's also like, they d- you're right, Jamar. They help you get through it. They sure do. It's something they did put exactly how you feel to words. Exactly. You know, yeah. it's not right, but it's okay. okay. I'm going to make it anyway. Whitney. <laughs> As you're wiping tears <laughs> from your face, it's great. Turn up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. They'll get you feeling good. From 104.5. Funny story. Um. You know, parents, how you have to get your kids to do things, and sometimes they don't hear you when they're when you're talking because they're ignoring you. Yeah. Maybe they got the room door closed. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're not answering your text messages. Um, a mom went to desperate measures to uh, tell her child that, hey, don't forget to defrost the lasagna. Where could she find her child? Uh, track down the kid inside of Roblox. Oh, Roblox, the video game. Okay. That uh, I just definitely piqued the interest of millions of parents listening. They're like, what? Roblox? Because they just hear this all day in their house. Yeah. Um, This game is not a stranger to my family. My nephews play it to, like, ad nauseum. To the tell, point. Me, tell me what it is about. Ah, it's like, uh, what do you call it? It's like a role-playing game. Like an avatar thing? Kind of, yeah. yeah. You go inside, and then you, uh, you get these Robux, which are this currency system inside yeah. the game, and you can buy things, and you can make weapons and build structures, and you go through it. That's, like, basically what I know about the game. Okay. And uh, basically, uh, my nephew is obsessed with it. And it's like a world. It's kind of like a, a metaverse in a world, in a way. And uh, this mom in Chicago couldn't get the message through to her child that it was time to to uh, <laughs> defrost the lasagna. Yeah. So eventually, the mom gets onto the, Ro- the Roblox game, decides to find <laughs> their child driving in the car game in her own little vehicle, and says, "Don't forget to defrost the lasagna." On the like, game. On the game. <laughs> it's it. like, what? What are you doing in here? That's where we are in the future. That's where we are. Yeah. Uh, so you could text us at one zero four five three six if you have to find your child inside of any video game. What game would it be currently? Because we know that they're all playing them. How do you get your kids' attentions these days? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of. It reminds me a little bit of The Sims. Yeah, it's Sims, Sim City, right? Yeah, a little bit of that. I remember when that came. It's kind of like that, but it's like the updated. It's the updated version. Of that right. Game. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Is your sister-in-law or your sister? My sister. Uh, what her son's doing, like he can't get. No, she surrendered. She surrendered. Like, here, take the Roblox, do what you want. They're just sitting on the laptops all day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, something that, that, that just imagine when Kobe gets older. Oh man, what the next you know platform is going to be? It's going to be some virtual reality thing. I'm going to have to plug a, a wire into my head by the time he gets old enough to find him. <laughs> you know, once upon a time, you had to find your kids outside. Come inside. Right. And now. Now it's come out of the video game. That's exactly right. Come outside. Come into the world. Defrost the lasagna. (laughs) Funny. 
Turn up Marilyn Dennis and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. I got a buddy in town right now. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say where he's from. I don't want to out him. Okay. Because he's a radio guy, mm-hmm. but he's on the radio in another city. Right. But he's here right now. And he's like kind of on vacation, but he's still working. Because he's got his little radio setup. He's got his little, like, box, like a little mixer and his yeah. microphone. Yeah. Hook up to some Wi-Fi. What? And he can do whatever he wants here. Like, for example, we're going to go snowboarding in a couple of days. And from the hotel, he will just do his, his little show. And then he'll do a couple of runs with me. And then he'll go back and do some more breaks. Can you believe, like, that that's... Well, that's where we are now. That's where we are right uh, now. D- d- does, the, does his uh, boss not know that he is here? Is that why we're hiding that? His boss knows he's here, but, like... He doesn't want him to know that he thinks he's here for kind of business, but it's blurry. You get what I'm saying? Like the line is blurry, right? So he's yeah. having more fun than he's really letting his boss know. Yeah, and he doesn't want his boss to know how much fun he's having. He's just, you know, I've got allowed some to work business here. in Toronto, right? I'll still be on the air, right? I will do these things. Do not count this as a vacation. Exactly, and I'll, this is the trend. Yeah, it's, it's called the workation. And 80% of remote workers would work from a vacation if they can make their trip a little longer. So basically, it's saying, boss, if you let me go for two weeks rather than just one week, I'll work while I'm there. And a lot of people are doing this because, you know, all you need is an Internet connection, your laptop or your your iPad or whatever it is. You got a green screen or, you know, you just throw on a stupid graphic behind you. makes it look like you're somewhere where you're not. That's one of my but favorites. They, we, we, that's that's one of my favorites too. And you can't. <laughs> nobody has ears on those. <laughs> They're moving around. You see the pixels no all ears. moving around their head. It's like, where are you? It's like, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. It's the company logo behind me. You know, I I don't have. Uh, I, I mean, first of all, if it extends your vacation, gosh knows we've been, you know, uh, locked up for a while. If it extends your vacation, yeah. Let's say in our case, yeah. If you go down to the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And you are going to say, I'm going to go for two weeks, which is pre- what you should do. A month, sure. And then you go, I'm going to stay for another week. I don't know if I'm going to let I miss you if you were going that way. Oh, but, anyway, but if you said, hey, like, I'm back I'm back at it. Yeah. Or or you, you did the first week with me right. from down there. There. I'd say, what, like, tell me about it. What are you doing? Like, it would add another dimension to the show as long as you were on time. Yeah. Uh, you know, had stories. Right. Had some stuff. And Not hungover. Like, but then and then after that, that's how I would build it. The next two weeks are off. Yeah, I mean, get it done, get it organized. You're still in the work mode because once you start a vacation, uh huh, it's hard to get back into work mode. So this would make it kind of like a slow roll back in. Yeah, a lot of people are doing this, and you know, because of the remote working, you know, really pushed uh, forward by COVID. Yes. Yes. Um, people are saying, I'm going to take a vacation. I'm also going to work on the vacation. But because I'm working on the vacation, I'm going to stay there longer. And if you can get the work done, a lot of bosses are actually down for it. So uh, something for you to think about yeah. as you're planning uh, the next couple weeks and months of uh, your time on the job and off the job. You can combine the two and uh, make a case for your, with your boss. Well, I think that's a good case. I think that's really doable. Just remember, just read yesterday, because there's an impending recession. You know, we're talking about it in the States. This is only States only, but yeah. probably Canada too. Bosses are saying, you better get back into work 
in person because there's a recession coming. Yeah. Yep, there it is. That's that other part, too. Yeah. Half anyway. of people, 50% of people, said they're just as likely to work on their vacation yeah. as they are to work from a coffee shop. So it's I get one, it. It's one and the same at this, per- yeah. at this point. As long as I can hear you from the disc. What is behind you? Ocean. Ah. <laughs> there you go. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. Chum 104.5. Podcast.